Hello, welcome to Tay to Z, where we chat about every Taylor Swift song in alphabetical order. I'm Devin. And I'm Gab, and we will be your hosts on this journey. In our last episode, we talked about Shake It Off from 1989. Shake it off, And today, we are finally discussing the song Hits Different from Midnight's The Lavender Target Exclusive Edition. Yeah. Finally on Spotify. Finally on streaming. Finally can cover it. Ugh. Hits Different is the 14th track on the Target Exclusive version of Midnight's. Midnight's was released on October 21st, 2022, and Hits Different was released on streaming sites on May 26, 2023. Woo! This song was co-written by our guys, Aaron Dessner and Jack Antonoff. Ugh, our guys. They do our it again. guys. They do it again. Hits Different has yet to be played live, but... Oh, if she were to play it as a surprise song on the Eras tour, oh, yeah. that crowd will go ballistic. Yeah. Absolutely. It'll nuts. be amazing. Oh, and it'll be so it'll be so good. I think it could happen. For oh yeah. Sure. I think so. Soon. It'll hit different. It'll hit different. So Devin, mm-hmm. what do you think about this song? Okay. So this song. I'd say I'm going to throw this down okay. and say that this might be Taylor's boppiest bop since How You Get the Girl. Wow. And we all know that I personally think that How You Get the Girl is one of her boppiest bops. It is a boppy bop. It's a pretty boppy bop. (laughs) And, you know, I listened to this a few times. Gab went out to Target, bought the exclusive version. Uh, However, we don't have a CD player. (laughs) I talk about that, too. (laughs) Oh, you do? Okay. Took us a little bit to figure out how to listen to it. (laughs) So um, she had, like, this, uh, what, like a CD burner kind of thing? It's it's just an external disc drive. Yeah. But my dad had uh, stolen it from me. Oh, yeah. uh, well, I gave it to him, but I didn't remember giving it to him. So, and when I asked him if he had it, he didn't remember mm, what it was called. Mm. So, needless to say, uh, we didn't listen to it too many times <laughs> when Gab got the the CD. The CD um, became art. <laughs> yeah, the CD became art. Yeah, it's on one of our bookshelves. But we listened to it like a couple of times, and of course, there were like the you know illegal versions on YouTube that have been taken down over and over and over again. Yeah. But now it is finally on Spotify, and the entire world can rejoice because I have now listened to this song <laughs> an absurd amount. Yeah. I think that the first day it was on streaming. I think I listened to it fifteen times. And some of you may be thinking, oh, that's not that much at all. We streamed it the whole day on repeat constantly. <laughs> but for me, that that's a lot. I think that's uh, a lot for a normal person. <laughs> maybe. So, like, I thought it was definitely good and fun, like, when, you know, we listened to it a couple of times um, from from the CD. But, I mean, now it's just, like, it, it it's kind of everything. It hits and different. And it really hits different. And I really do want to know, like, how many streams it got that first day. Like, it had, it had to have been insane. Taylor just keeps writing bop after bop after hit after hit. And, like, how? Yeah. How can she write so many good songs? And I just, you know, she's the goat. Greatest yeah. of all time, I think. There is no one else like her. And it's, it's just... So good. I love the guitar strumming throughout this whole song. The, you know, a couple of bars before she starts singing are great. And it Mm -hmm. really just pulls you right into this fun groove. I I really like that for the first part of the first verse, it's just the guitars underneath her when she's singing. And she sounds so good here. Yeah. Like this track, she sounds so, so good. And I love um, how they drop in the beat on the second part of the first verse. It just lands really, really well. And the groove is just so fun. 
so contagious. Yeah. It, like, you just start, you just have to start bopping, you know? And you're like, what is this song? It's so good. The lyrics, the lyrics in this song. Yeah. These are peak Taylor lyrics. Mm -hmm. This song is lyrically absolutely phenomenal. I pictured you with other girls in love and threw up on the street. (laughs) It's so good. It's so, so good. Each bar plays our song. Hey, hey. Nothing has ever felt so wrong. Yeah. Oh, God. She's going to all these places and she can't stop hearing She Will Be Loved by Maroon 5. That's their song? No way. It has to be. Definitely not. Def, def, def not. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it's just playing everywhere <laughs> and then okay this chorus this chorus she needs to win a grammy for this song when like this chorus is so 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 good oh my love is a lie shit my friends say to get me by <clears throat> it's different it's different this time mm. and then moving on was always easy for me to do but it's different now because it's you just yeah. like oh god it's like like every relationship before this was easy compared to this Mm. it's just so you don't really realize you're listening to a sad song until like you really listen to the lyrics and you're just like this is the saddest bop yeah but it's the boppiest sad bop yeah and we all know jack right can produce a crazy sad bop Mm -hmm. we we all know it and then okay guys so this chord progression during the chorus is insane okay so the first half of the chorus the chord progression goes one four one four, so it goes C F C F. Okay, and after she sings, hits different. If you listen in, the chord progression changes to a six, which is A minor, back to the four, which is F, to two, which is D minor, and then to the five, which is G. And so it completely switches up the chord progression for the second half of the chorus after she sings, hits different. It's different this time. Catastrophic blues. It's a completely mm. different chord progression and it 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 is it it literally hits different it is so cool and fun and you may be listening to it and thinking like wow why does this feel so like cool and jammy and different constantly it's because they switch it up is that not halfway through in like pop songs um it can be i mean the common like chord progression for pop songs is one four five or like one four six five yeah here it's really really interesting that she goes just kind of like back and forth and back and forth and then completely switches it up the second time around Mm -hmm. which is just so fun and it sounds great every single time for me it is the most sonically pleasing Mm. it is just it makes the song that much more interesting so the second verse is just absolutely impeccable Mm -hmm. every single thing about it the the melody switch ups the uh repeating of her lines this first one the rip the band-aid off and skip town like an asshole outlaw is so good and and how she sings it it's in her speaking range too so it really is like super sharp Mm -hmm. and really fun it has like this extra layer i think it's her kind of layered over herself a little bit Mm -hmm. you can kind of hear another vocal there just so so good and then of like i love no i never don't cry no i never don't cry so good the repeat of that line is amazing it it, and just this whole second verse is just phenomenal so good no notes but now i have a hot take oh hot take not the biggest fan of this bridge 
Oh. Yeah. I don't agree, but continue. Yeah, I think that it's too wordy, mm. and I think that there are a couple of sentences where she trips over herself. Interesting. There's, there's like, one, I forget exactly which one it is, but there's one towards the beginning of it that's, like, a lot of words, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and she kind of just, like, and then that very last one, the argumentative and... Um, argumentative, antithetical dream girl. Yeah. <laughs> that's kind of like a I love tongue that. twister. It's a great lyric, right? But, it, I don't know, I, I feel like... Part of the bridge is like really good. The the dreams, that part's really great. But then like the kind of like super quick lyrics that I I feel like she kind of like trips over herself. Mm -hmm. So not my favorite bridge, but still pretty good. But then she comes in to this transition back into the chorus. I heard your key turn in the door down the hallway. Is that your key in the door? Is it okay? Is it you? Or have they come to take me away? Mm-hmm. It's so good. And it gives you this little pause and then into the, to take me away. <laughs> so good. Yeah. Back into the final chorus. Certified sad bop. Like certified incredible sad bop. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Jack and Aaron's production is just so good. Like this song is unbelievable. Yeah. Gab, (laughs) what do you think a hit's different? (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I completely, completely agree. This song is a certified bop. Mm -hmm. Bop, 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 bop. You know, as we mentioned before, and as some who followed along on Instagram know, you know, I bought the CD at Target that first week it was out. I was so excited to listen to Hits Different. We proceeded to not have a CD player or my disc drive, which I knew I owned, which is why I bought a CD in the first place for three weeks. So it was just very goofy. And then my dad's like, oh, this is what you were asking about? And I was like, yeah, dad, that's what an external disc drive is. I gave it to you and you said you didn't have it. So like our origin story with Hits Different made it even more elusive and made us want to hear it even more Mm -hmm. by the Mm -hmm. time we finally got it. You know, yes, we got to hear it once. We did get that disc drive. I did buy another one. Yes. Thank you, Dad. It's something different about when a song's on streaming and you can play it over and over again versus like finding it in your music and mm-hmm. like, that whole thing. I love this song. I love the guitar and how the song starts and Taylor's voice. And there's kind of like an effect on it almost. Mm-hmm. It sounds so good. I don't know if it's like an 80s vibe mm-hmm. or what. Mm-hmm. Like It's amazing. And then when the drums just start coming in on the verse, you just can't help but moving and grooving. And then this chorus is just so good. It's so good. It's so good. It's so good. It's so catchy. <laughs> it's fun. It's sassy. Mm-hmm. I mean, the lyrics, oh, my love is a lie, shit my friends say to get me by, are just, like, fantastic, relatable. Like, they're funny. I really love how, like, her blues, because she talks about color and blues Mm. in relation to emotions a lot. Now they're catastrophic Mm. blues. And, like, not only does Taylor sound amazing singing catastrophic blues, but it's also so dramatic Mm -hmm. and over the top. But then you really feel, like, the pain at the same time mm. because she is, you know, singing about really sad material. Yeah. But it's also funny and dramatic at right. the same time. And like, I'd say this is the definition of a sad bop, which is what you said as well. It's so catchy and feel good and fun in the production, but then you really delve into the lyrics and it's like sad yeah. and heartbreaking. Yeah. And like the lyric. Dreams of your hair and your stare and sense of belief in the good in the world you once believed in me. Mm. Like, that literally stabs me through the heart. That is such a sad lyric and, like, such a good lyric, too. Mm. 
And then, like, they're just so many lyrical gems. You you called out a lot of them, but, like, rip the Band-Aid off in Skip Town like an, an asshole outlaw. Mm-hmm. Like, freedom felt like summer then on the coast. Now the sun burns my heart and the sand hurts my feelings. Oh, that one's so good. It's so good. Yeah, and she sounds so good there. And she the does. sand hurts my feelings. It's, she sounds amazing. Mm. And then... I slur your name till someone puts me in the in a car. I stopped receiving invitations. <laughs> yep. Like you just picture this like sad, drunken tailor, <laughs> like heartbroken. It's like it's so over the top and comical, but you're also like, it's probably so real too. Yeah. And, and, like, and like people just stop inviting her places because she's just like sad all the time. Yeah. <laughs> and like, I don't know, finally writing songs about like drinking and being drunk and like it's yeah. and like also just like the ridiculousness of all of it too yeah. you know it's it's ridiculous and it's over the top dramatic and it's also very real yeah and the emotions are real i really like the bridge i especially like the cadence that she puts on certain words and the way that it flows mm. um i'll agree that it is hard to learn but mm. i feel like maybe once you learn it more you'll feel oh. differently about maybe. it i maybe. don't know but i love you were the one that I love. Don't need another metaphor. It's simple enough. Mm-hmm. That's the line. It's like, you were the one that I love. I need another metaphor enough. Like that, that's... You think it's too wordy? It, uh, that she stumbles. Yeah. Oh. I, I don't know. I like... I really like that one. Mm. Um, no, it's a great line. But in, in the yeah. way that it fits into the song, it feels very, like, rushed to me. I guess. I guess I kind of like that part of the bridge. Mm. I don't know. And the way the words all come out. Yeah. And maybe it's kind of like she's, like, just getting all her feelings out kind of a vibe. Yeah. That's how I feel that it... And I just like that, like, I just, I just loved you. Like, I don't yeah. need another metaphor to say it. I just need to say, it. I loved you. It's simple. Yeah. And, and then the way that she sings the word dreams, mm. it's so good. Mm-hmm. And then like that very sad, possibly hopeful ending with the key in the door. Yeah. Like maybe it was all a big fight and it might be okay after all. Mm. But like, we don't really know. We don't know. And it's just so sad for such a bop. Yeah. But it's. Such a good song. It's such a pop. And I can't stop playing it. Yeah. Like, the second I get in the car, I want to hear it. Yeah. I've listened to it so many times in the last four days. Yeah. Like, countless times. It's, uh, like, uh, just on repeat, basically. Like, someone put on Instagram at one point where they go, you know when you hear a song and you immediately know it's going to be in your Spotify wrapped? Yeah. That's how I felt about Hits. Oh, yeah. Immediately, I knew that I was going to play this on repeat and it was going to be in my wrapped. Yes. There's just no doubt. It's that good. It's so good. Yeah. It's so good. It's this, for me, it's this song. I switched between this song and Two Weeks Ago by Maisie Peters. Yeah, which came out the same day. Yeah. But very, very different songs. So That's they're like both a- really sad. But like Maisie Peters is just like sad, sad. Yeah. And, and this is like a sad bop. Yeah, that's a like, sad, sad. Oh, it's so good though. <laughs> it's so good. Yeah. So I haven't been switching between those two. I've been doing more uh, Lost the Breakup, Maisie Ooh, Peters, yes. which is a bop, Also bop, 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 bop. bop. <laughs> so good. Okay, Devin, mm-hmm. do you relate to Hits Different? I can't really relate to the song. You know, I don't think that matters, though, at mm-hmm. all, because this is a song that may not be relatable to me, but I don't care because it is an absolute jam fest. Yeah. <laughs> and I am totally on board with it. You know, I didn't have or I've never had, thankfully, that experience of like an incredibly um, dramatic and sad breakup Mm. where for, you know, weeks afterward, I'm just catatonic or Mm. I'm going out and slurring names and and getting (laughs) drunkenly into cabs or whatever like that. I've never had that experience um, from my end. 
but you know, I I don't think that you need to relate to this song to be able to freaking love the crap out of it. Totally. Um, which I do a lot. It's really good. Cap, do you relate? I pictured you with other girls in love, then threw up on the street. Hmm. Yes. I have thrown up on the streets of New York City before. Mm-hmm. It is a rite of passage that I am glad Taylor <laughs> and I have in common. <laughs> and what was was that throwing up because of uh, heartbreak? It wasn't or? because of heartbreak. It was because I had bad cheesecake. <laughs> bad cheesecake. <laughs> I was trying to decide how how descriptive to get, but no. yeah, that's it. Bad cheesecake. The store was called, and they I don't think they still exist. I think they all went bankrupt or closed but it was called hot and crusty oh i remember those yes yeah bad yes. cheesecake all right so but i will say also i think i've talked about this on the podcast before my two like major breakups i did uh <laughs> i did throw up hmm. i think it during one of the processes of being dumped or fighting or mm. whatever so you know yeah strong emotional reaction yes gab in a nutshell <laughs> So that, that's how I uh, relate okay. to this one. <laughs> that's exciting. Yeah. Well, now we get to the segment of... Gossip. The term hits different, signifies something that deviates from the usual, and stands out in a remarkable way. Taylor employs this phrase to express the sensation linked to a significant breakup that has left a more powerful emotional impact than any she had experienced before. It hits different because this breakup feels differently to her. Yeah. Looking back on Midnight's and the songs on it, I feel like Taylor actually gave us so many signs <laughs> and clues that her relationship with Joe wasn't as perfect and, and smooth mm. as we all assumed. You know, because of the nature of this album being 13 sleepless nights throughout Taylor's life, I think we chose to prescribe any breakup song to an ex when there might be elements that could have been about Joe or Ooh, probably were mm-hmm. about Joe, you know, because it's not like every song was like, that's only about this one night. There could be feelings and emotions yeah. lingered in about different things. And given the timing of this song's release on streaming at the same time as the You're Losing Me oh. became available for purchase on the exclusive CD, mm-hmm. I think this song is about Joe and the breakup. Okay. Like, given all of that timing, yeah. it just feels right and it kind of makes sense. It doesn't have to very specifically be but i do think she gave us so many signs Mm. that we didn't kind of see and i've been re-listening to midnights with obviously different knowledge Mm -hmm. and ideas and stuff and it's a lot is different in my head because of that and it's it's very interesting Mm. to listen with a different lens Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and pick up on things you're like she was telling us all along Mm. and there might have even been elements of you know folklore and evermore that are fictional but that had to do with fights they had that we didn't know about kind of thing because their relationship was private yeah and i think i feel a lot of this seeing the way she performed it live yeah the sassiness and some of the facial expressions some of the choices with the sets Mm -hmm. that some things felt much more personal than i had ever subscribed them to be interesting yes so I do think that. Many people think that this song is going to make an appearance on the Barbie movie soundtrack oh. with the Barbie movie coming out this summer. Very, very anticipated release. Hmm. Um, and then the lyric, I used to switch out these Kens I'd just ghost only right. furthered people's belief in them. So I don't know if it's just rumor, clowning, hopefulness. This totally could be. It would <laughs> totally work. Yeah. And people think like maybe the timing because the soundtrack, they're starting to release what's coming out in the soundtrack. Yeah. Dua Lipa's in the movie. There's a Dua Lipa song and then Taylor oh, so wore a Versace necklace that Dua Lipa helped design oh. this past weekend on the tour. Okay, cool. 
So, like, little things are popping up that yeah. people think that. And then she says, I used to switch out these Kens. So. Yeah. Which is Ken and Barbie. Yeah. If you didn't know. Uh, Ken is Barbie's boyfriend. <laughs> just in case. It's coming out in July. <laughs> I will be. It looks like it's going to be amazing. Gina and I will be there. And we will be wearing pink. You're invited, Devin, if you want to Okay, be. cool. Thanks. <laughs> the, the Dua Lipa music video that came out for her song yeah. is so good. I haven't seen it yet. I gotta she, watch that song, it. That song is a bop. Really? Yeah. I mean, she's she's very, very boppy. Yeah. She's got good bops. I'm sure my dad has already watched it like 25 yes, times. Yes. Big, biggest fan. <laughs> That lyric at the end, the, is that your key in the door, is it okay, is it you, or have they come to take me away, mm. makes me think of the Tennessee Williams play, A mm-hmm. Streetcar Named Desire, and the end of that play where the main character is actually taken away, without spoilers, I'm not going to tell you what happens, but <laughs> that line, I, I immediately think of mm-hmm. that part of the play, and um, I've always depend- depended on the kindness of strangers mm-hmm. relied. I don't know which the exact wording is. The fact that Taylor uses language like this, the they've come to take me away, is very interesting to mm. me. It's like, is it because like what she's lost her mind over this person, this mm-hmm. ex? Like it's it's interesting language. Yeah. And so I wonder, you know, we know Taylor likes to read. She's literary. I mm-hmm. wonder. If she knows Streetcar, has seen Streetcar, and if any part of that, like, just that idea, they've come to take me away. Yeah. It's interesting, interesting right? Yeah. yeah. As we mentioned before, the song was first issued as a bonus track on the Target exclusive Midnight's Lavender edition, and then the Midnight's Till Dawn edition came out on May 26th, and then the song was released on all streaming platforms. Thank thank goodness. Yeah. That was like the best. It was so exciting because that's like it was the weekend we were going to see her. So it was just yeah. like kicked everything off so exciting with the Karma remix. Yeah. And, and the music video. Uh, what a time. What, what a time. What a time. Hits Different is the only Midnight's track that Taylor wrote and produced with both Jack and Aaron. That's pretty cool. And I think that when these three work together, magic happens. Uh, like apparently. Truly. truly. I mean, this whole album has Jack all over it. Yeah. And this whole album is wildly fantastic yeah. and delicious. Yeah. And Aaron as well is an unbelievable collaborator with her. And we've talked about this ad nauseum mm-hmm. with Folklore and Evermore, right? Like the three of them are geniuses yeah. when they're Absolutely. together. Absolutely. I just want them to keep making music. Me too. Forever and, and ever. Uh, forever and ever. And I think they will. Yes. That's who they are. I do too. <laughs> okay, Devin, what's your favorite <laughs> line in Hits Different? I just... <laughs> There are so many good ones, and we've talked about so many of them, and you mentioned this one, which I think is absolutely hysterical. I slur your name till someone puts me in a car. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep, been there. <laughs> I, have, I have witnessed this. I have been the one putting this person into a car. Yeah. And and it's so real. It's yeah. so real. They get drunk, and then they're just like, I hate him. I hate him so much. You, you know, he messed me up. And then just like, okay, all right, we're going we're gonna to get you home. <laughs> Yeah, or it's like, should I text him? Should I, you know? Yeah, yeah. it's like, do not text him. Why is his number still in your phone? Yeah. We're we're moving on. No no more for you tonight. <laughs> Go home. <laughs> um, how about you? What's your favorite line? So I love, love, love this line. Bet I could still melt your world, argumentative, antithetical dream girl. Oh. I love it. I think it's so good. It is wordy and very long. This is a kind of lyric, like, not very few would ever put a lyric like this in a pop song. Yeah, 
For sure. You know, and then just this idea, like, she's a dream girl, but she's also the opposite of that. And she's tough and she's argumentative and, like, it's all wrapped together. And it makes me think of, have you heard of, like, the manic pixie dream girl kind of thing? Yeah. So it's, like, that idea. Like, you can have this idea of me, this pedestal of me, but I'm also trouble and I'm going to ruin your world. But also I'm going to make your world the best it's ever been. Right. It's, like, that dichotomy. Yeah. And I love it. Yeah. Like, a lot of my friends, we all immediately heard that. And we're like, yes, we yep. relate. <laughs> we, we, we relate. Yeah. Yes. Antithetical dream girl. Mm. So good. Mm. Okay, Devin. Mm-hmm. From one to ten, Ken's, you'd switch out. Oh. What do you give Hits Different? Well, you know, <laughs> I think it will come as no surprise that this song has, I think, popped into my top 20, I, I would think. Yeah. And uh, we were we were told by a, a listener recently that I have more tens than my top twenty. But uh, I will say that my my list is ever changing, mm-hmm. and some of those early tens are potentially not tens anymore. But they can also still be. But tens. they can still be tens for sure. But they might not be my top twenty. Yeah, and that's so. Okay. So I think I now have to remove that stipulation oh oh because i was i was called out on it i was called out on it and i have to take you know responsibility no yeah yeah (laughs) lovingly they they lovingly you know gave me this information (laughs) basically like i i will have probably more tens than 20 songs which is totally and you should and i should (laughs) because she's got a lot (laughs) she's got so many tens she has so many so this is a 10 obviously uh hits different as a 10 how could it not be yeah you know it is the boppiest of bops is a fantastic listen i want to listen to it all the time yeah the production is incredible it's got our guys all over it she sounds amazing the lyrics are crazy it's sonically like one of her most pleasing songs yeah i think on midnights yeah you know like she has a lot of good songs on midnights and i think that this one is one of her strongest yeah it's amazing so good so 10 kens i'd switch out Gab, from 1 to 10 Kens, you'd switch out. What do you give? Hits different. I am also going to give hits different 10 Kens, I'd switch out. Mm Mm-hmm. I love this song. I can't stop playing it. I can't stop listening to it. And, like, that's really all I need for a 10. I just just love it. And it also just doesn't even have to be as funny and as good as it is. And it is. It is. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that's amazing. They shouldn't have to be that good. And they're that good. And, and that then that good. just makes them next tier. Like, yeah. they're just next level. I, I, literally. Taylor Swift is the greatest thing that's ever happened to anybody. Truly. Us for sure. Us for sure. <laughs> Listen along with us. Check us out on Instagram at Tay Podcast and give us all your thoughts. Have you also been streaming Hits Different nonstop? Did you have a CD player and have you been listening to it for months? <laughs> is Hits Different not great for you does it not hit different for you yeah yeah is it too sad is it too sad of a bop do you agree that taylor gave us so many signs oh and remember you can find exclusive bonus content on our patreon at patreon.com slash podcast yes and thank you to our newest patron alice wheeler thank, thank, you, thank you. you and thank you as always to our patrons you guys rock you're the absolute best Thank you. On next episode, we'll be covering Ooh, Should Have Said No from Taylor Swift. Ooh, come hang with us. I'm Devin. And I'm Gab. This has been Tay to Z. Thanks for listening. See you next time.